Welcome, everybody, to episode 20 of the Next Generation of Superstars. We are very grateful to have Chuck Smith here, who is defensive line at Wofford College. He's originally from Suwannee, Georgia. Pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, you know. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about um, you know, your story growing up and, and how you kind of found your passion uh, for the game of football. Of course. So when I was growing up, my dad, he used to be in the league, too. Uh, he played for the Falcons for nine years. And so growing up in, like, you know, football household, you know, football just kind of kind of happened to be there, you know. So <laughs> but yeah. I'm like it, it wasn't anything he put on me. It was more I just found love for the game, too. I mean, like I really just enjoyed playing football, you know, growing up. I thought it was fun. It helped me build like friendships. You know what I'm saying? Like some of like the longest lasting friends I have are from when I play like peewee football, you know, uh, really, it's just that's what really like helped me get the passion into it. And then going into like more of a high school collegiate standpoint, because I'm like, you lose some people lose that passion. I just never lost the passion for the game. You know, I just always loved it. You know, I love it. That's awesome. And how, and how was more of that support from your family and friends, you know, when you were growing up, um, especially as you started to take it seriously and really go into high school and out of the collegiate level, um, where, where did you see that support from your family and friends as you were going through everything in your career? I mean, like the biggest thing that uh, I would always hear was people would always think that my dad, you know, coming from the league, he would always be hard on me, you know, like how like some parents are. Right. But uh, really, he was more of like a mentor than anything to me. I'm like, anytime I had like any questions or I needed advice on anything, he was there for me, whether it was like on the field, off the field, he was there for me. And he was my biggest support system along with my mom and my other family, of course. But like football wise, he was my biggest support, you know, uh, whether it's like push me when I need to be pushed or when he like tells me like I need to like let, let certain things go. Like when I'm hanging my head too low, I'm like he's always kept me, you know, not too high and not too low, which I really appreciate, you know, because I'm like, that's more than I could ever ask for. I could never thank him enough for that, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And has there been any other um, you know, coaches or mentors, you know, that you've had uh, that, that's really helped you as you kind of perfect your craft? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say so. In high school, I, my high school D-line coach named Coach Luke, uh, it really took him to like believe in me because I'm like to get I forgot what statistic it is. But like from going to high school to college, there's only like a like I think it was like 10, 9 percent of people go, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it took it takes one person to believe in you. And he was like and that level, you know, in high school, that person to believe in me and push me out to all these coaches and stuff. So. When I was getting recruited, I'm like, at the time, I was really undersized for defensive end. I was, like, 225 pounds and only, like, 6'2". And that's, like, really skinny for that. I'm like, I should have been an outside back or something. But um, like, he pushed me, and he gave me the plan to, like, get bigger and stuff like that. And he told everyone to, like, believe in me, you know. And in the end, it'll all pay off. And it really did pay off. So I'm like, that's okay. And then another guy, uh, his name's two, coach, two more coaches, like Coach Allen and Coach Bing. Who, they've both been uh, D-line coaches here at Wofford. Uh, coach Allen, he's now coaching at Georgia State right now. But Coach Bing and Coach Allen, they've been like, like since like I come to college, my dad describes it because he used to be a college coach too. He's like, yeah, when you're a college coach, it's like having like 10 sons, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's been like, I wouldn't say he's a father figure, you know, no, not at all. But he's been like, he's just like been a really good mentor, you know. Uh, I can go with him anything, especially in college, because it's a way different atmosphere than anything you've ever been in. And it's, they always have the answer for me. And whether it's a good answer I want to hear or it's something I don't want to hear, but I need to hear they're always there with the real information. I can never, you know, thank them enough for that too. So that's incredible. That's, that's yeah. awesome. And I was going to ask, as you touched on that point, the atmosphere in college is very different than high school. How do you, um, you know, how do you interact with your fans and how do you kind of manage that atmosphere um, to, to best help you? Um, I really, what it is, is I, I'm thankful because I'm like, without people supporting me in any kind of aspect, I wouldn't be anything, you know, I would be just, I wouldn't be who I am today. Uh, without this, it's, it's just more thankfulness than anything. You know, you always got to be grateful for what you have. 
Uh, it's just important to me. It's an integral, integral foundation that I've had throughout my life, whether it's been high school or anything. I'm like, if you, because if you're ungrateful for these people, I'm like, it could be easily just as taken away as it is given to you, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. And even your community back home in, in Georgia, um, if you have any plans of giving back or how do you kind of you know, see yourself and really, uh, you know, giving a helping hand and paying it forward to your community back home? Uh, so even when I was back in my community back home, I would always help with these youth football camps and whether it's just with kids in general doing football, uh, I always help them out and coach whenever I can, you know, cause my kids, they see like a college guy, you know, they're like, Oh, she's so big. You know, I remember I was a little kid. I was looking at these kids like, dude, they're like, like 40 with a 401k but like right. <laughs> now looking back I'm like it's, it's just really fun to help and then even along the lines of just being here in Spartanburg away from my hometown of Sewanee uh giving back to the community more of like just a, a community standpoint I'm like I've been around the community like so much talking to like community members and stuff like that and I've been, just been grateful for them to like let me in their communities to help in any way I can you know what I'm saying and use my like influence or whatever I got to help in any way or aspect so absolutely yeah, no, man, that, that's awesome. And, and Chuck, talk a little bit more about, you know, the skills you've learned, you know, just as your career so far at Wofford, you know, what have those skills been, whether it's been on the field or off the field, that's kind of helped you, you know, as an individual, as you're growing? I'm like, on, like on the field, I've gotten bigger. Uh, <laughs> like I said earlier, I was, I weighed like 220 pounds coming in and then I weigh like 260 right now. Um, but like more, more importantly, off the field, um, I've learned to be more of a leader. Uh, I'm like, to me, when I first thought about leading, I always thought it was like, like yelling, you know, like a drill sergeant or something like that. But I feel like, but like, I've learned now that leading is more, it's more than that. Yeah. Uh, it's like getting to know and have a relationship with the person, you know, and then you can really be invested in them. And then they just get just as invested in you. And that's probably the biggest thing I've learned. But then along with that, I learned like just working together in teamwork, you know, cause I'm like in high school, I'm like, you everyone before college, they come, they're in high school, they're, they're like the guy, you know, they're like doing everything, they're like Superman come to school. I won't lie, I feel like Superman was coming in, but then you come in, it's like, like 10 of you, you know what I'm saying? You learn that you gotta be humble too. And that's a really important thing, you know? And so. No, definitely, man, that's awesome, man. And, and how about, you know, your teammates and the kind of the experience so far with them, you know, how has that relationship and bond uh, been with those teammates over these past three years? It's been great. There've been like the, best guys ever i mean like they've been like essentially like some of them like big brothers you know what i'm saying like yeah. like uh one guy's name is tanner barnes and when i first got here i mean like i was like i said young pup the world i was ready to attack the world uh at first and then you know life humbles you real quick you know yeah. i remember my first practice here you know again 220 let's go against this guy named his name was chad garner right chad had a beard looked like he had a like a 401k was filing taxes already and i remember that day in the shower i was for practice, I was, I was listening to my ludicrous, you know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, I'm ready. Afterwards, I was playing like Adele. I was so down, right? But then, like I said, Tanner came, picked me up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, told me, that's just the name of the game. You'll get knocked down sometimes, but it's how you get up that really matters, you know? And so him, all my teammates preached that. And it's been really like a family here at Wofford. I'm like, that's probably been like the biggest thing that I've loved so far. Like, I can go to any guy, whether older or younger. I know they got my back with anything, you know, whether it's school, football, lifting, right. eating, anything. So, it's awesome. And that's a bond you'll have for life, you know, be able to create yeah. that at such a young age. Um, you touch a little bit on, you know, being able to, you know, get picked back up and, and go forward. You know, I think especially the kids that look up to you and they see, you know, how, you know, athletes like yourself persevere through different failures or setbacks. What's helped you the most with your mentality to, to keep going forward and then get past those, those setbacks and then, and, and really persevere. Really what it is, is I remember there's a quote from Floyd Mayweather. Uh, he said, tough times don't last tough people do. So when you really like, you really got to believe the mindset and you really got to believe in yourself because 
I'm like, at the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself, how can someone else can, you know? So that's always the first step to me. Um, and then I'm like, the time, like that's, life is always gonna, you're always gonna get picked up and you always get knocked down too, you know? I'm like, life's never easy like that. No one's ever had a speed run, easy way of life. But it's just, you gotta get back up. That's just the best way. Because if you stay down, then life is one, you know, you've, you've lost. But then once you give, you once you get back up, that really shows like how to find the tenacity you have, you know, so. 100%. And I love that quote, you, you know, it said by Floyd, because it's, it's so true, right? It's so impactful that um, no tough people really do last. And those are the ones that are going to really, you know, get through and persevere and be able to tell that story when they look back on everything. Um, you know, there's been a huge moment, you know, and I guess in all sports history that's passed, being you being a student athlete during this time of the NIL, allowing athletes like yourself to monetize your NIL and really get you build a personal brand and actually get your name out there. What were your initial thoughts and how did that kind of, you know, affect you when you saw in the summer of 2021 that the NIL has been uh, legitimized? I was hyped. I mean, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like to me, it's, I've always felt like uh, student athletes of any sport, I feel like they put their body in line, whether it's like uh, women's basketball, swimming, tennis, any kind of thing, they put their body and men like mental state on the line anyways. And so, and I'm not saying they should get paid like a bajillion dollars, like a thousand dollars, like, like actual pro players. I'm saying like at least some kind of form of compensation that maybe help them out, you know, cause I'm like, end of the day, they are still college students, you know, and like, unless you're getting like a, a, a big, a big stipend, um, you're still going to be like, have those college student struggles, you know? So even like a small, like the small NILs to like the bigger ones, I'm like, it really has changed the landscape and allows people to like really revolutionize and brand themselves in a way that they want to be seen, you know? And without like, I don't know, not conforming, but like trying to be like the same mold as everyone else. I'm like, you think about time has passed. I'm like, I think about like, what if, what if like, like, for example, like one of my favorite athletes, Cam Newton, what if that was around when he was, he would have been one of the biggest dudes alive, you know what I'm saying? But due to the right. rules, he couldn't really do that, you know? So I think it's really game changing. I really, I'm here for it, you know? And like, every year even since like you said like in the summer 2021 it's gotten like bigger and bigger and like things have changed you know what i'm saying it's really it's already impacted college sports in a tremendous way and it's to me it's exciting you know absolutely and then we're excited to be in this space and have you part of our burst family and that's something you touched on is that you know it's it's so crucial because we want to level the playing field we want to help all student athletes across the nation even globally to gain that you know, awareness of, of their brand, to be able to connect more with their fans, gain multiple revenue streams. Um, you know, what have it's been your thoughts and kind of now you're, you're being more educated on the Web3 sports space. How has that um, you know, been for you transitioning into really learning about what we're doing over at Burst? I'm um, like, when I first got into Burst, uh, I had already, I was doing some research and um, I looked at the athletes, you know what I'm saying? And I just looked at what you guys were about, the principles and stuff. And I was, I was already sold once I read it, you know? And I knew it was something I wanted to be a part of. That's why I reached out. I was like, yo, I, I want to be a part of this. You know what I'm saying? I was willing to send 10 emails, 20 emails, you know, 30 emails, 50 DMs, whatever it took, you know, because I'm like, it looked like something I really wanted to be a part of. And that was something I knew I was going to put my heart and mind to, to be a part of, you know, it's one of those things you see, you're like, dang, I want to get what they got going on, you know, but it's been really amazing transitioning, you know, because like you guys have helped me out so much, you know what I'm saying? You've, you've been amazing, you know what I'm saying? Help me out with any questions I had or anything like that. Um, and really I, I can't thank you guys enough. So, yeah, no, we appreciate that. And, and that's, and that's huge to be able to hear that feedback because it, we we believe in the educational and the web three sports space. We believe in helping and giving a helping hand out and, and really showing that we can level the playing field and not just have to look for the you know top male, female athletes, because we want to help everybody. Um, and that's really what NIL is about is, is paying it forward and helping out 
you know, athletes, um, you know, of all backgrounds of wherever they're coming from, it, it's powerful. Um, you know, speaking on more of that of, of your career, what is your vision right now, you know, for your career? Do you want to you know, take it into the next level and playing professionals or, or what is your, your vision so far? I'm like, to me, I've always wanted to take it to the next level, but really I think when you have that long-term goal, it's important to focus on the short-term goals too. Yeah. I'm like, to get to that, I'm like, I can't overlook the small steps I got to take. Like right now I'm in the off season. So I got to lift, I got to eat. I got to do all the things that are necessary to me to get to that point. And then after that, I can't just skip anything else. I got to do spring ball. You know, we got to do summer workouts. We got to beat our opponents through first week through last week. You know, we got to get as far as possible because in the end, those end goals can't happen without those short-term goals. And that's just something that my dad has taught me. So I'm like, but like answer your question though. Yes, I do want to go to the next level though, but. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And, and what helps you the most, you know, especially in the off season right now, how do you maintain such a, you know, disciplined routine um, that, that really, you know, helps you, you know, achieve those goals long-term. You, it's just the right people in your life. You know, um, my teammates, uh, especially like my guy who I live with, his name is Cam Woolery. I'm like, he keeps me disciplined. I'm like, there are obviously days where you're mentally being down. You're like, dang, I want to get out of bed. You know, Netflix just dropped my new show. Uh, <laughs> but then it takes them, they pick you up and they bring you back in that space to where, oh yeah. Like, like, for example, like today, I, I'm like, I didn't, I, I didn't want to work out. We worked out twice yesterday. You know what I'm saying, but he's like, come on, you got to get up. The competition's probably working. You know what I'm saying? You can't be left behind. It's like, you know what? You're right, Cam. So we got up, you know, we did bench and stuff like that. And it, that's just a small example, but it takes someone like that in your life to really push you and make you the best person you can be, you know? Cause I'm like, you can go far. Yeah. Believe in yourself. But when people believe in you, it just gives you that extra oomph, you know, like. 100%. Yeah. 100%. No, I love that. Um, has there been any, you know, just to share with our audience, um, any memorable experience from a game or practice or just anything. So, you know, in the past few years that uh, has really stuck out, that's been, you know, just a memorable story, you know, in general. Oh yeah, man. Um, one of my favorite stories is when we played, I guess there are, I guess technically there are a rival named uh, Citadel. Uh, our starting quarterback from the last year, he transferred to the other school and just being that game, like the announcers are talking about, they have the camera on me and him. I'm, I'm talking smack. He's talking smack, but it's all love at the end of the day. I love him so much, you know, but that game and just that atmosphere, because it's a rivalry game. Uh, the guy used to play with you. Like I was literally like a locker away from him for a minute. I mean, like, it just creates such a dynamic and a, a weird atmosphere. It's one of those things like you dream about happening, you know, like right. you get to play when you're former teammates, who's a quarterback on the opposite side of the ball as you. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's yeah. been super crazy. And then even then, just some of the more memorable things, like even like the guys that have come out of this like conference and went to the league, like one of them was uh, the Patriots, I think he's a center now. His name's Cole Strange. Um, I'm like, I remember the first year I played him when I first got here, uh, it was my first year playing, you know, rookie, you know, I was a little bigger than 220, but <laughs> he was, I'm like, he's a dude, you know, and I yeah. played against him. I remember he tried to like, he tried to cut my legs out. And so I was, you know, a stiff arm, like the Heisman, you know, like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm about to make a tackle. I'm about to make a play on Cole Strange, right? This dude gets back up, super athletic, try, chases me down again, blocks me. I was like, yo, wow. this dude is crazy. But yeah, crazy. I, it's, it's great, though. I get to play against like guys like that, you know, and I feel like iron yeah. really sharpens iron. So I'm like, when I talk about that, I always talk about that's like one of those moments like really defines you. And like after that, I worked playing against those kind of blocks for the next week. So it wouldn't happen to me again, but. <laughs> that's incredible. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, kind of veering off a little bit, um, you know, what are some of your hobbies or interests that you do when you do have some free time on your hands that's, you know, outside of football that you, you loved and you're passionate about? Yeah, uh, I'm really into video editing and stuff like that. Uh, I like kind of the, that kind of aspect with it, like 
Photoshop or um, Final Pro. Uh, I like editing stuff like that. Um, I'm really good at chess. R really random fun fact. I won a chess championship in my elementary year in, uh, in elementary school. Um, That's awesome. And I like outdoor stuff, like hiking, fishing, all the whole jazz, you know. But yeah. And so have you ever challenged any of your teammates in chess? Yes. I challenged one of my coaches, actually, you know, and he's too scared to play me right now, but I play some <laughs> of my teammates in chess, but <laughs> I'm undefeated yet, you know, so. <laughs> That's awesome. Have you ever done any any video edits on, on your highlights or anything like that? You know, you said you're into video uh, editing. Yeah, I have actually some of them. Um, I put some on my Instagram uh, and then I'll put some on my YouTube. But like, I really, right now, I haven't really like put them out to like the public where I'm like, guys, check this out. Yeah. I, it's been more for myself, like where I like want to make, like, I want to see like, how good I can get, you know, because it's right. really, that's what really matters to me. Like, I want to see how good I can get, not like improving something, but to where I want to see how far I can take this, you know. Right. It's a fun activity you want to do and you're passionate about that. And that, that's yeah, awesome. Exactly. That's awesome. What about, um, you know, what are some of your goals that you have? You know, it's, we just wrapped up this month of January that flew by. What are some of your goals that you have, you know, both as an athlete and as an individual for this year? As an athlete, um, really my goal always at the end of the year is to be the best I can be. I'm like, a lot of people have the mindset where, oh, I'm trying to beat the competition. I'm trying to beat that. I feel like that mindset really like, it'll kill you in the end because you'll always be comparing yourself to somebody else. Yeah. And to me, I want to see how good I can be. I want to see if I can beat myself and how good I was the day before. So each day is always a challenge to see, hey, can I get better from the next day? And people always say that really cliche phrase, but to me, that really means something because I'm not, I'm not somebody else. I'm not the guy down the street. I'm, I am Chuck Smith. I am going to see if I can get better each and every day. I love it. No, it's very well said. Um, and then as we kind of wrap up things here, Chuck, we appreciate you being on this podcast, but there's, if, you have me. if there's three pieces of advice that you could give back to the youth or even just the next generation looks up to you, what would those three pieces of advice be? Uh, first piece, always have the right circle. I'm like, there's a quote. Um, I forgot where I heard it from, but you show me your circle. I'll show you your future. Uh, you keep that right group of people around you. You can really accomplish anything because they believe in you, pushing you. Um, my second piece of advice is you always got to believe in yourself. Like I said earlier, I'm like, if you don't believe in you, who will, you know, it really takes the first person to spark that fire, you know, spark that greatness in you. And that has to be yourself because if you don't believe in you, no one really will, you know, because like, that's how it is. And then my third and final piece of advice is uh, just, just keep working no matter what. I mean, like, there are going to be days where you don't really feel like it. There will be days where you feel like you just want to relax and stuff like that. But it's really cliche to say, but it that mindset is, it isn't hard to fall into. I'm like, it's really easy. I'm like, those days where you're like, I don't, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, there is, you got to think there is no tomorrow. I'm like, you have to do the work now. And yeah, those are my three pieces. I love it. I love it, man. Just to recap what you just said for those three pieces of advice. Number one, you said always have the right circle around you. You know, I, I've heard a quote as well. That's, you know, get, you're the sum of the five people you're around the most. Yes, um, that's, that's the quote. That's the one right there. <laughs> the quote, you know, that, that's powerful. It really is. You know, having that circle that's pushing you to grow and, and be better if you're in a better version of yourself. Number two, you said always believe in yourself. You know, if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's very powerful. And you said, lastly, keep working, you know, no matter what. You know, I think that's, it's those days that you want to take off, that those are the ones that matter. Um, to keep pushing and going forward and, and really grinding it out. Um, I, that's all well said. And we appreciate yeah, those pieces of advice. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Well, Chuck Smith here, go follow him all over social media, pay attention to his year coming up in the fall. Uh, we appreciate you for being on episode number 20 of the next generation of superstars. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.